You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to episode number 34 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Social Report, the world's most complete social media management platform and my social media management tool of choice. We love using Social Report because we've got scheduling, we've got reporting, all in one spot. We can really care for our clients over at Social Media for Podcasts and at Online Drea. So definitely check it out. There's a 30-day free trial, so you just give it a shot, see if it's for you. Um, the link is in the show notes, and you can just also go to socialreport.com, but if you use my link, it just lets them know that I'm the one that sent you over there. All right, I also want to share with you a challenge, the Soul Bodiment Challenge. Anne at Wild Soul Speak invited me to invite you to this challenge, which is a five-day meditation and deep journaling challenge, which really uh, gives you prompts that help you get your soul into the front seat of your business. So if you need some clarity, some guidance, this challenge could be for you. And one of the giveaways at the end of the challenge is a one-hour strategy session with me. So that is part of participating in the challenge. You have the opportunity to opt into that. All right, I'm really excited for today's episode because I wanted to talk to Heather Crabtree for a while. Love what she's doing. Really excited to dive into this conversation. But first, a little bit about Heather. So Heather is a business strategist and a community builder. She teaches women how to run a savvy business and live a fulfilling life. She's also the founder of the Savvy Community, which is a membership experience for female entrepreneurs. And she's the founder of the Savvy Business Circle, which is a six-month mastermind and group program. Now, in this conversation, we talk about how Heather puts her family first while still managing her business in a way that fulfills her life. So let's dive right in. All right. Thanks, Heather, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yes, I'm really looking forward to our conversation because I've been having my eye on you for a while. Um, I've been in and out of your community a little bit as well. Um, So I want to give our audience a sense of what you're all about. And I want to start at the beginning. So um, how did you get started in this online business world? So the short story is I started in law and then quit my job as an attorney And I became an event planner. I owned my own business. I got a business partner halfway through that bought half of my company. And then um, about halfway into that with her, we started coaching um, other wedding professionals. And so after that, I decided that coaching and like just business stuff, which was my background. I was a business major in college. So um, I figured, I just realized that that was really what my passion was and not the wedding planning industry, really why I got in the wedding planning industry was because I wanted something creative and I wanted something that was completely opposite from the legal world. And so I kind of got stuck there. So anyway, I started coaching and then I decided that I just wanted to do that. And so we actually sold our company and I had taken Marie Forleo's B school to figure out the online world because I had no idea what I was doing. It was completely different from running the type of business that I was running. And yeah, then I just kind of started from there. So um, I had already been coaching and consulting with clients for four years, but it was all in the wedding industry. And so when I moved to my own business, I, uh, 
basically expanded my reach and started coaching all, all creative entrepreneurs. Oh my gosh, that sounds like already an emotional journey to go from having your own business to having a partner to selling the business. (laughs) Yes, but I don't want to like, it it would take hours to go through all of that. Um, But yes, it was, it was a very interesting journey. And um, it was kind of one of those moments when you look back and you see how the dots connected. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool because it felt like it was supposed to happen that way. Well, I do think it was supposed to happen that way. But when I was going through it, I felt like, gosh, why am I not farther along? Right. Yeah. And so when I started my, um, when I started my own business by myself again, I started one-on-one coaching and doing it the way I'd always done it. And a lot of people were really needed help with systems in their business. I saw a lot of creative entrepreneurs had no systems. And so that's where I started. I started a Facebook group when I started it because I had always just been a part of a community and I felt like, but interestingly enough, when I was in the wedding world, I didn't feel like I really belonged. Like I felt like this outsider that was like this business legal gal who somehow got her way into the creative world. And I was really good at it, but I didn't love it, I don't think. And so anyway, when I started this business, I was like, I really want a community. I want to feel like no matter where who you are, where you came from, what your background is, you belong here. And um, so I started the Savvy Business Owners Facebook group, which has now changed. Um, it got so big that we had to close it and then start another one. But um, that's how I started this business. And then I went into doing a course So I did that, um, made a lot of great money from that, made a lot of connections through that. And then it went on to a group program and now I have a membership. So yeah, I've kind of done all the things. (laughs) Yeah. So would you say that that community that you first started has kind of been a driving force in a lot of the programs and communities that you've built since then? Oh, for sure. Not without a question of a doubt. Like I... Definitely that starting that group changed everything for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's talk about your business as it is today. Um, yes. So you've got the paid membership community. Yes. Um, okay. And, and then you've also, you also do um, mentor or mastermind. I have a, yes, I have the, the Savvy Community, which is my uh, membership for female entrepreneurs. And then I have my Savvy Business Circle, which is a six-month mastermind for, uh, the, the membership is more for people that are building or growing their business. And the mastermind is when you've hit six figures, you are scaling. You're not, you're not still trying to, you know, learn or consume more information. You have all the information. You just got to go and get it done. So, yeah. Oh, totally relate to that. Um, so I love that. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about how social media plays a role into building your communities and, and maybe talking about the transition from um, being in your free community to being a part of your paid communities. What are some of the things that you do on social media and in your marketing to make sure that um, people kind of follow down that path? Because I think some of our listeners get stuck in the free community space and yes. they want to have paid communities. Yeah. Yo, and there's a lot of lessons, you know, I had the paid community or I had the free community for four years. Um, like I said, we grew to such a number that I ended up shutting it down because 
I'm such a people person and I need to like really connect with people. And I felt like we had gotten to a place where I wasn't able to connect with everybody on the level that I wanted to. And so um, I actually shut that down and started a new one. But I think that what you have to do is as a business owner, I think, you know, when we do those groups, you want to give and that's great. So we're talking Facebook groups, right? But you want to give so much, but there's a certain point where you could be giving too much because then no one's buying. You're not converting. And if you're not converting, well, then you're giving a lot of what you know, your knowledge away for free. And I'm sorry, but we can't have businesses on free. So um, you have to be really careful about making sure that you're actually, when you're bringing them in, you're not allowing, and I, and I made this mistake. I gave so much away for free that people were not converting to the level that I wanted them to, to my paid offerings. Um, and I think, you know, the type of personality I am, like, I just, I always want to give it all to you and love you and like, just give. But I think that we have to be careful of that because then that's also taking from you, right? And that's not allowing you to develop your business. Uh, and it's and it's also for people that are in the free business groups, you, you don't want to stay there. You don't, that's not the place you're going to grow, right? That's the place you're going to gain some knowledge, maybe gain some community. But if you're staying in those free groups and that's the only thing you're doing and you think, I'm just going to bootstrap this and get all the free information. Well, that's not how successful business people run their businesses. The successful people have made investments to get them to the next level. So, yeah, I like that. It's almost like, you know, staying in the shallow end of the pool. Like at some mm-hmm. point you have to you have to take the next step in order to go deeper. You just have to. Um, right. so, so I definitely see that. Um, I want to pivot a little bit to talk more about your social media. Um, that's initially how I got connected with you. Yeah. And at the time when I first like came into your world, um, you were going through a very challenging time with your daughter. So can yes. you talk a little bit about that process and what prompted you to share so much on social media? Yeah. So I've mostly shared on Instagram and in my Instagram story specifically about our journey because I think so many times, you know, and ever, a lot of people are talking about this, but on social media, we're just showing the highlight reel. And we're not showing the real, real. And I wanted, I've always come from a place, like, I just want to be real. I want you to come in to my community and it feel like home. It feel like you can say whatever. It feels like we're friends. And that's not just in genuine, like, I'm just, that's my personality. And so for me on Instagram, I knew, well, there were two parts of it. One, it was therapy for me. I got to share the part of my world. So my daughter was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Um, The crazy thing was, so it was at a point in my business that we were launching big things. I had just launched my membership. um, And that was in January of the year that my daughter was diagnosed. In February, literally the first week of February, my my daughter was diagnosed with cancer. So the month after I had launched this huge thing that we had been working on for months and months and months, I then my life was changed. And so I thought, okay, how am I going to stay connected to people, but also just share really what's going on? And so I just did that. Like I did it in a way that 
I never wanted my daughter to feel that I was taking advantage or that I was showing things that made her feel. So I always okayed it with her, but I also thought that it could be very educational um, for many people. So, and what I found is that people, you know, parents that had kids with cancer would reach out to me and we connected that way. And then also I think it just gave a reality check to a lot of people in business because I think we get so wrapped up in our business and we forget about living our life. And I'm such a big believer in that your, your business needs to fit in your life and not have to fit your life into your business. And I think as entrepreneurs, we get really excited about our businesses and, uh, and we forget about the people that are supporting us to actually allow us to have those businesses. And so for me, it was a real life moment. I mean, I had to step out of my business and thankfully I had a team that I had built over those first three or four years that uh, I could depend on to keep the things running. So we had uh, planned in advance, you know, for all the stuff for the membership. And so we had content and stuff, but honestly I couldn't be in it. Like I had planned on being in it, but to stay connected to everyone, I felt like, okay, let me just show what's happening. And so I would show when we're in the hospital and I'd be working on my computer and my daughter was, you know, over in the bed. But I also share, you know, the real life moments of like, oh, this is really hard. And um, for me, it came naturally because I just love to share. I like to be real with people. I don't, I don't do any of that. Like if you're going to come in my life and try to be like, this is who you are and show me, like, I need you to show me real life. And so that's just how I operate too. And that, you know, you, you get the good and the bad with that. Like there were people that stopped following me because it was too real for them. Mm. They couldn't have that in their life, you know? And I get that. And that's okay. Like to each their own, I understand. Um, but mostly what I got was an amazing amount of support. And so it was super helpful for me, but I get messages still every day saying um, just how that changed their perspective on life uh, and, and running their business. And yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that I, I did it, but I go back now and watch. I, it's also like a memory keeper for me. So I go back and watch the, the stories. I have it on my highlights um, on one of them. And I see it like walks through the journey of the two years of her being, going through all the cancer treatments. And, you know, it's something that was just devastating and heart-wrenching, but it also taught me so many valuable lessons. So yeah, I just, I, I think it's important for us to share. And I think people are so afraid to share that real stuff, that the hard stuff that we're going through because we think they won't like us or they'll judge us or whatever. But I think that's what you want people to do, honestly, in a, in a way, right? Because either they like you or they don't. And that right away, people can choose. I want to follow this person or I don't. I think what happens is when people don't, aren't, truly real. And then you meet them. This has happened to me before where you've seen them on Instagram or Facebook and you're like, she's my girl. Like I would love to hang out with her. And then you meet them in person. You're like, Whoa, that is not the person I met. That is not the same person. And so I never want people to feel that way about me. Like if I meet you in person, I'm going to give you a hug just like I would virtually hug you on Instagram. So Oh, I love that. And I think um, there's so many nuggets there that we can glean from. Um, one of the things that I liked you said was that 
sharing your story helped encourage people to live a life outside of their business. Yeah. And so I want to talk a little bit more about that um, because I know we live in such a fast paced world, um, especially in North America where it's almost acceptable to be available 24 seven and on 24 seven. Um, yeah. So can you give us a little bit of advice, advice from your perspective on um, what are some of the things that you've done to be intentional about making sure to spend time with your family, but also not neglecting work because we still have to do it? Yes. Um, well, for me, like one of the big things is, is really building my team. That's been a huge part of my business finding people that have stuck around that know my business inside and out. And that takes time, right? I didn't start like that. Um, But just, I think giving to people, I think what a lot of business owners do is they hire people based on like the money aspect. Like I'm just going to hire the cheapest, you know, person to get me through. And those people probably aren't going to stick around. And so I really invested in my team in the beginning. And I didn't do that. Like in what I, you know, I don't come from a lot of money. So like, I didn't have like, I, when we sold the business, we had some money from that, but it wasn't anything that I could just like, oh, I can do whatever I want, you know, and hire all these people. A little by little, I, I hired my team and gave them more responsibility as we grew. As I grew, they grew too. Um, so that was a big thing. I think as, as far as Instagram or Facebook, I think sharing your story is important. But I think that people get trapped and like, I need to share every waking moment. And I don't think that's healthy. Um, because then you're at dinner and you're like with the phone trying to, you know, photograph or like share everybody because you need to get your video in for Instagram that day. Like you shouldn't be living like that. If you are, you're missing the point. Um, and I think it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy to say, but I think that's how a lot of people live. And, I really have boundaries around that. So it might feel like I share a lot because I do share a lot on Instagram stories, but I never do that. First of all, I'll never share anything that my family doesn't want me to share. I always get there okay. Um, Secondly, especially with big things, like, you know, there was days when London would be like throwing up. She's like, please don't take a picture. I'm like, absolutely not. You know, there's things I won't share about our journey that are just our story. So I'm, I'm very, cautious and careful about that. I also, um, I have boundaries, so I don't, I don't do social media at night. Um, usually I, I, you know, I I used to say I don't do it on the weekends, but with stories, you know, it's in real time. Now I have a different bit, a little bit different feeling about that. My business is my full-time business. So I don't have like those nine to five rules of like, I'm going to work from nine to five and then I'm going to, you know, not work at nights or weekends. I used to have that. And I think it depends on what season you are, right? If you have kids, if you have, you're taking care of elderly, like it's all going to be different for everyone. So I don't think there's a hard rule for everyone, but I think for me, it's just knowing that my family comes first. And so I always have that intention in my head of, am I doing this because it actually is going to tell the story? So I really do think about what is the story I'm telling? I can't stand it when people do stories on Instagram and then they leave you hanging. You're like, okay, but what happened with that? Like, did you get the coffee or did it, you know, like, or, you know, you know, did you, 
I don't know. Just so tell, think about the story that you want to tell for your brand. And of course it needs to be authentic. You can't just like make up the story, but I think people, especially on Instagram stories, think it's so hard. Like, how do you share all the time? I just do videos about what I'm doing. And sometimes it's really boring, but I make it fun with like the words I use or the gift, you know, that I put on it, you know, or whatever. Um, But I also don't come with like full hair and makeup every day because that's not real. That's not how I am. So you'll see a lot of times I haven't even brushed my hair. That's real life. So you take it as it comes. And if you don't like that, you don't follow me. That's just how it is. But I think that I do I am intentional about what story am I telling and how does that work for my business? Because my my account is for business. It's not to share every it's not a personal account where I'm just sharing my family life, you know. So for me, it's like how does that re, how does that relate? How can I relate that story or that lesson to my business or to my audience? What is that going to teach them? So I always think about that when I'm sharing stuff. Yeah. So do you find it challenging to keep the balance between personal and business? Because your your account is a business account. So how do you how do you work out that balance? I don't I don't really I well, first of all, I don't really believe in balance. Like it's like ebb and flow. So some days I'm gonna be more business because I'm working all day. Some days, you know, I have to take my daughter to the hospital a lot to get checkups. And so I share that. And people love that part too, because I think, you know, my whole thing is that, again, you have to be living your life too, you know, and that your, your business needs to fit in that. And so if I wasn't sharing those moments of like, these are the other things I'm doing, then it looks like to people that, oh my gosh, she just works and all magically goes together. And I'm like, no, like I have to fit, you know, our, you know, whole days of like, we have scans to do. So I have to fit that in my, in my, my work. How do I do that? Well, you know, I do things as she's getting her scans that take hours, you know, I'm on my computer, but I'm still there for her. Right. Um, and I just think that's, that's, that's real. Like that's how my life is. And I think a lot of people struggle with, well, I don't want to share too much. And I understand that. Like you get to choose how much you share and how much you don't. Me, I'm a very open book. So I don't mind sharing anything. And I, I feel like if I put it out there, it allows people to go, me too. And thank goodness I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. And so if I need to put myself out there in a way that maybe doesn't feel comfortable to me sometimes, like I'm like, oh my gosh, I look like crap today. I just go on Instagram stories and own it. and like, yeah, here it is, you know, and this is why. And so as you as a business owner, remember that it's okay. We're real people. So you don't have to look glamorous every day and don't hold yourself back for not doing things like Instagram stories or Instagram or Facebook groups or Facebook in general, whatever the social media is, because you think it has to be perfect. Because honestly, if it's, if it looks perfect, I'm not interested. I need somebody that's going to show me the real deal. And so I like to, it basically, again, ebb and flow of whatever's going on in my life. If I have a full day of business, I'll share that full day of business with you. But if I have personal stuff that day, I'll share that stuff because I think that's just as important. And I know people have feelings about that and that's okay. Like again, to each their own, but this is what has worked for me. I feel like it's, uh, my community is very open and vulnerable and authentic because 
I've showed them that. Yeah. For me. Oh, I really like that. I feel like it's almost um, how we like to consume information these days. We don't want a perfectly polished kind of presentation. You think of things like the rise of reality TV and mm-hmm. social media influencers. It's because we, we like seeing real, raw, authentic. So um, yes. I really like that. Um, just like a curiosity question. Have you ever gotten any negative um, feedback or negative things that have happened because you've shared too much? You know, not really, but I think it's because of how I established my presence. So I always, I mean, even my saying is uh, positive attitude, grateful heart. So I think the people that I attract have that same feeling. And I don't, I mean, I don't remember. And there's a lot of things people could say, right? Um, Now, I want to say, I haven't gotten that through social media, I, because I don't tolerate it. I don't tolerate drama. I don't tolerate negativity. I don't tolerate people not respecting others. Um, so in my, like my Facebook community, if you were starting to say, or trying to start up a fight or something, you were automatically out. Like, I just don't deal with that kind of stuff. I don't deal with that in my life. And so I really want to bring a positive energy. Now that doesn't mean that it's all rainbows and unicorns, right? Real life is happening. A really lot of hard life happened over the last two years. Cry. I mean, I would, I would even cry on Instagram, not intentionally, but it would happen because of what I was going through. Um, I think though you're, you have to be the, you know, the guide. And so whatever you're putting out there. So if you're putting out there complaining and negativity and like, this is how the world is and this is how we're being treated. And, and it's always from that negative perspective, that's what you're going to, that's what you're going to get back in return. And I just don't, I don't want that in my life. And so I don't really have that. Now I've had where, you know, people have taken courses and like, I don't, I didn't really like it, you know, and so you get negative feedback. I've learned to allow my team or someone else to to take that in because that's not energy that I want to consume. And honestly, um, we can only learn from that. Sometimes it's about them. Sometimes this is not about me at all. It's just about where they're in their life. And I've learned that along the way. But as far as like really negative energy or negative people, no. But I think it's just because I don't tolerate it. So I don't allow that to even start up. But mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, grateful. I'm grateful for that. Cause I know that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, but I also think that I'm okay with like not everyone loving me. So it, 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 you take me for what I am. If you don't like me, that's okay. I'm, I'm not, I just, um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like just because you don't like me, I think that's awesome. Like you, I'm not the right person for you. Um, but I don't really have people saying hurtful or mean things to me. Um, most, I mean, you know, what I found is the more I share, the more community I attract. And I think it's because, um, people, people want to know again, not that people want you to feel bad or go through bad things, but they want to know that like you're real, because I think a lot of times you see quote unquote, success from a business owner and you haven't seen all the behind the scenes. So you think it was like a magical little journey for them. And for me, it's like, no, how can I share the 
the horrible things that I went through? How can I share the really hard times? How can I share the failures? Because that can be a lesson for you. And for me, I'm just of the personality that like, I can just learn from that. And I know not everyone's like that. Like some people take that harder for me. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like it, it didn't work out the greatest. Let me share it with you because this can help you. And if that means that I need to lay myself down so you can walk on my back, um, to help you along your journey, not to be that in a way that like people want to walk all, I want people to walk all over me, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to guide you instead of me being the hero and being like, look at me, look at all the amazing things I'm doing. I really like to think of it. And this is actually from the book, uh, building a story brand by Donald Miller. He talks about being the guide instead of the hero of the story. And mm. so that's the perspective I come from. Like, how can I be the guide and share my, my life and my story with you and teach you lessons, but you get to be the hero. You get to be the one that learns from it and like takes from it and like goes and is successful with their business. You know, like I really believe in that as, as, as we, you know, have success, I want everyone in my community to rise up with me. I don't want them to look at me as like, I'm on a pedestal and they'll never reach that. Or I never, and I don't want to feel like that to people that I look up to, right? I don't want to feel like, oh my gosh, they're up to, uh, you know, on a, on a level that I'll never get to. I, I don't want to feel like that. So you have to have that relatability um, in between of you're still guiding them, but they're, you're there for them. They're not here to just praise you and put you up on a pedestal. Yeah, it sounds like the the gu- being a guide and and being relatable and and sharing kind of the behind the scenes, both the good, the bad, the crying, all of it. It sounds like that actually helps you build a community of people who who get you and who get yes. your message. Yeah, and not just about me, but yeah, like they they get it. They're on the same page. Like they want to they want to live a a meaningful life, but run a successful business. And that's the people that I attract. If you're just in it and you want to make the quick dollar and you, you know, all you're in it for is the money and you're probably not going to follow me because that's not my philosophy. You know, I have had a lot of really hard things happen in my life. So I know that mo- each moment is a, is, is a blessing for us to, to have, you know, each breath that we're given is just like a, a miracle. And so, um, if you if you're in it for those other reasons and just ego, if your ego you know is filling you up and you just want it to be all like you want to be famous, you know, and, and you want everyone to look at you, you're probably not going to follow me because that's not what I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that's okay yeah. because I'm letting people know that like by what I'm sharing, I'm letting you know that that's not who I am, and you're probably not going to be attracted to me, and that's okay because honestly, the reason you're using social media is because you're, you know, you're doing it for your business. You want to convert people to customers and to super fans, right? Of buying from you and continually buying from you. They're never going to buy from you if they don't like, if they don't believe in what you believe in. So you're doing yourself a favor by being real because you're going to attract the people that are going to follow you and, you know, be behind you and lift you up too. That's the other thing I think we, we don't talk a lot about when it comes to social media. I think so many people think, what is it going to do for me? You know, how is it going to help me in my business? And I've seen the opposite happen too, where putting stuff on, on social media has, I guess it has helped me, but not in a business way 
you know, it has helped me in so much in business, but the, the personal aspect, when I went through all this stuff with London, my community rose up and I would get messages every day. And so I think there's so much power, you know, you hear about how the algorithm is or how, you know, all these things, oh my gosh, they're out to get us. And, oh, I can't get followers. It's like, but what are you getting from it? And, and what are you expecting from it? Because if you're expecting just a following, you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. It should be about the connection and the engagement. And you got to put that out there in order to receive it. So again, the people that are just wanting a lot of followers or just wanting to be famous, great. You can do that. That's not how you're going to run a successful business. So if you're going to put the time and energy into it, you might as well do it right. <laughs> because, and, and so for me, when I put out the real stuff, I got that in return. And then when I needed my community, I had provided so much for them that when I couldn't provide because I was in such a time of like, what is my life? And you know, my daughter going through stage four cancer, they were there for me in a big way that I, I can't even explain. It was so overwhelming for me and my family. And so that's the other side of it. It's not just about um, getting, you know, buyers and all that, but like, are they going to be there for you? And, but, but in order for them to be there for you during that time of need, you better have been there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, they're it, not going to, they're not going to come back for you if you haven't been there for them and given them value and, you know, loved on your community too. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's all about um, the two-way street giving and, and receiving and you have Absolutely. to, yeah, you have to be open to that. I love that. Uh, I actually think that's a good place to wrap up our interview today. So um, I want to talk a little bit about how people can connect with you next. Like what's, the, yes. what's, what's some way that they can find you online? Yes. Well, I love Instagram, like we talked about. So I'm at Heather underscore Crabtree, and you do have to use the underscore. <laughs> Don't forget that. Um, but otherwise, it's just heathercrabtree.com. You can find both of my, my, my community, my membership, and my mastermind stuff there. We also have a, a free download of the My Savvy Business Roadmap there. Um, so yeah, just heathercrabtree.com. And then usually you can find me on Instagram every day. I also have a Facebook group. You can find that through my website. Yep. And I will have show notes uh, or links in the show notes to everything that we mentioned today. Um, Thanks so much, Heather. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. It's been the same chatting with you. I love doing this kind of stuff. (laughs) It's fun, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.